Greetings, ghouls, and welcome to Listen to Their Screams, a horror podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined by the other host, Ike. Ike, how are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing spooky today. I'm very spooky today. Me too, because we are deep into September, and from September 1st on, it is it's spooktober here. And uh, I am just knee-deep in, in, in fall and Halloween and, and everything involved. This is my time of the year, so, so uh, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> oh lord it's like christmas but better yeah i like christmas too <laughs> but you know so like literally from like here to the end of the year is just this is my quarter of the year and i, I prolong it as much as i can but for all of you joining us what this is is it, it, it's a horror podcast of course it's it's in the title but what we're going to do we're going to we're going to review movies we're going to give you a little bit of news on stuff coming out and then we're just going to talk just talk horror and anything horror related, you know, whether it be uh, toys, TV, movies, whatever it is that strikes our interest. Uh, if you're into horror and all things spooky, well, this is your show. Uh, like I said, I'm Dave. That's Ike. Make sure you subscribe to us. We're on all the podcast platforms out there. Just look up, listen to their screams and make sure you hit that subscribe so you get all the new episodes. And uh, while we're talking, uh, uh, you know, business here, let's uh, plug the social media real quick so I don't forget to do that. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all you have to do is look up Listen to Screams. That is Listen, the number two in Screams, or just look up Listen to Their Screams, and make sure you follow us on those platforms. So, Ike, let's dive into it. I got a, I got a few news things about some movies coming out, in, uh, both in the theaters and on streaming and, and et cetera. Uh, so let's talk about some of these I know you've seen, because I know you've you know, been going nonstop, it seems like, to the movies and checking out some of these things. So uh, right now, uh, let's talk let's talk streaming first. Uh, right now, some of the big the big titles out there streaming. And I think you've probably seen all these. Like I haven't I haven't yet. I'm still behind. Uh, but right now, the big ones out there are Nope, Orphan First Kill and Black Foam. Those are all out there available digitally and streaming. Uh, I, I think you've seen all three of those, haven't you? Yeah, I sure have. <laughs> sure have. Yeah, yeah. You junkie. Uh, I uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm a little behind, but, uh, so, uh, if you haven't seen those, I don't, don't give anything away, but what do you, what's your, uh, what what do you think of these three? Uh, what what are you liking? What are you not liking uh, on these three? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just kind of do it in the order that you gave it to me. We're going to start with Nope. Nope is fantastic. It is a Jordan Peele film. Um, it has renewed my love for Kiki Palmer, um, which side note, if you haven't been looking, the Internet has been driving it hard that they want Kiki Palmer to be rogue and the MCU's X-Men, <laughs> uh, which I love. Uh, but besides that, Nope is fantastic. Um, it's not what you expected from start to finish. Uh, if you haven't catched it or caught it, I should say catch is not a word. Uh, <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't caught it yet, uh, pardon my poor, poor grammar. Uh, please watch it. Honestly, uh, it kind of tops off. I would say Jordan Peele's trifecta, his trilogy, in a very, very nice way. Um, yeah, his stuff's always then, good. His stuff's always good. It, the, you know, it's some good flicks that he's putting out. So. Oh yeah. All of them are weirder than the one before it, so don't worry, it'll get weirder. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. What about what about Orphan First Kill? Orphan First Kill, another fantastic movie. I love the first Orphan. Uh, basically, I, in my opinion, if you've never seen it, one of the best plot twists in all of horror movies since, like, Saw. Uh, Orphan has uh, such a good, like, I would say a background. And Orphan First Kill really fleshes out the, uh, I guess you could say, the mythos of the Orphan movie. 
Um, again, if you haven't seen it, it's literally on streaming for free as long as you have, what is it, is it Peacock or is it Paramount? I think it's on Peacock. Well, I don't know. I should have probably done that homework, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I want to say Paramount. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, want to I say think. Paramount, but I, couldn't, I, I could be wrong, guys. The, the internet's out there. Just, just Google it. It's easy to find out. Yes. But yeah, Orphan First Kill, fantastic. It's on streaming. Um, honestly, I would have paid to go see it in the theaters. I watched it on streaming, but definitely it's a well, honestly it's a lot gorier than the original film. So if you're okay with a little bit of blood and gore, I know I am. Um, 100% watch it. Fantastic. And the other one, what was the other one you just said? Black Phone. Oh my God, Black that, that Phone. Been, that one's been out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, so here's what I'm gonna say. Um, I am I allowed to curse. I'm allowed, I'm allowed to say curse words. <laughs> sure. We're okay. a horror podcast. Why not? <laughs> I was just going to make sure. I didn't know if this was going to be a family-friendly horror podcast. I fucking no, love no. Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. fucking love Ethan Hawke. Oh, my God. Ethan Hawke is one of those actors that I think one day will be regarded as one of the best, I would say, horror actors of our generation, subtly. Uh, he's in other movies like the first Purge movie, the first Insidious movie. Uh, but 100% Black Phone is a masterpiece, start to finish. Um, I think you'd like it, Dave. It's it takes place like when you would have been a kid. Honestly, it would have been around that time, like the late 70s, early no early 80s, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I figured there was a, a joke coming there about my age again. <laughs> uh, no, if I would have said that, it would have been like the 40s when you grew up in World War II. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but 100% Black Phone's fantastic. It's an Honestly, all of these movies, I don't know if this is like 2022, the time for plot twists, but all of these movies have these really wonderful plot twists. Uh, Black Phone is no exception, but absolutely. Such a good movie. Great actor performances. I mean, I think they're also making a prequel to Black Phone, but that's a whole nother, <laughs> whole nother thing to yeah. talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about that when more uh, more news comes out there. So let's talk about let's talk about one since we're on the streaming uh, thing right now. Let's talk about an upcoming movie. That's coming out uh, the 27th this month, September 27th, and this is the movie that we'll be talking about next week or next episode, uh, The Monsters by Rob Zombie. I've seen lots of people apparently, and, and I'm not condoning this, not encouraging this, but apparently it's it's out there online uh, for people to, to, to pirate and swipe, and I've, <laughs> I've seen lots of people talking about seeing it already online, and I, I <laughs> people are so divided on this. Because people are either like, oh, man, what are you doing? Why are you redoing this? Why are you making this movie? Don't touch it. People are saying it's ridiculous. And then some people are saying they love it. Now, the people that don't like it because they – I've heard people say that they don't like it because of the humor. I have to wonder whether they have saw the television series because it was a comic, uh, you know, a comedic series. Um, I love The Monsters. I love that series. Love that show. And – I am excited to see this because I know Rob Zombie is a huge Munsters fan, and I completely wholeheartedly trust him in making this movie. So I can't wait. It, again, it drops on the 27th. That's a week from when we're recording. We are going to review this on our next episode, and I, I can't wait to see this. I, do you have? I know it's a, you know it's an older show. It even predates me, obviously. But do you have much history in watching the Munsters? So um, when this came out, I actually went on and I found some places to stream the Munsters. Um, I mean, it's old enough that you can find it free a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, uh, here's the deal. Uh, the old monsters, because I have a, a soft spot for black and white horror and 
actual horror and horror comedy and you know in that monster genre um not as much as dave dave is a a huge huge geek Mm -hmm. for uh Mm -hmm. monster movies Mm -hmm. um but you know this definitely takes a different spin on the monster movies so i do like the monsters I, i guess my primary concern is that um i don't mind rob zombie um i didn't hate the halloween remakes that he did but I went back and I never watched his uh, like his three from hell series. And I watched that house of thousand corpses. It was good. Devil's rejects didn't care for it. And I couldn't bring myself to watch the last movie just because devil's rejects left such a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> so my, that's kind here's of where my, I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah. Here's my thing. I like Rob zombie, right? I'm a fan of Rob zombie. I, I, I've always loved his music. I was a huge fan of white zombie um, yeah. and everything. And you know, I'm a fan and I, and I love the fact that I have all these mutual interests with the guy, but my problem with is, man, he is so excessive. Like his his Halloween remake, there was a there was a natural stopping point in that movie, and it would have been a really solid movie. But then he went and like put a whole third act behind it, and it was a little much. And um, so I hope I know you know I know Butch Patrick, uh, the original Eddie Munster, has a, a bit part in this movie, and, and he's friends with Rob Zombie. I'm hoping he keeps some of that in check. We'll see. I don't know. And uh, people, people, the thing is, people are talking like this has been the only thing that's been done since the original series. And there's been three or four made-for-TV movies and other attempts to to reboot the monsters and and do different things. This is not the first attempt. And yeah. and trust me, those are not the greatest movies in the world. <laughs> but and again, I wouldn't classify this as horror per se. But it's it's fallen in what we talk about because, like you said, it's it is monster. It's a it's a monster monster. It's a monster thing, right? It, it it very much plays off of the the old Universal monster with the main character, you know, the Frankenstein character, the vampire character, a, a werewolf character, a and everything. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm having faith because I I'm one of those I don't I don't prejudge till I see it, and uh, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, but my thing is, if I don't like it, okay, that's, that's cool. I'll go back and watch the original series and, and no harm, no foul, whatever. I don't have to rewatch it again. Um, but anyway, like I said, we'll be reviewing that on our next episode, uh, because, uh, well, because I said, (laughs) because, because I love it. And, uh, I, 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 you know, could be a glutton for punishment. We'll see. So let's talk about then let's talk about theatrical stuff. And there are a couple of, we're just going to, I'm just going to hit a couple of movies that are out. It's so wild because it feels like there are so much horror stuff out there and coming out. It's it's, and I know it's that time of year, but it still feels so heavy compared to, and I I love it. Don't don't get me wrong, but it's, it's honestly hard to keep up. But that's one thing that we hope to do here is to help you guys keep up on some of these things. But let's hit two titles that are out there in theaters right now that are, that are kind of the big, kind of big names. Uh, How about Pearl and the Barbarian and, or or just Barbarian. I'm sorry. I don't think it's the Barbarian. We're not talking Conan here. Um, but, uh, <laughs> although I do love Conan too, but anyway, uh, Pearl of course is a, a prequel, right? To X, which, uh, to me was a, man, that was a surprise, a surprise movie to me because I didn't really expect much out of it. And I loved it. Um, and I've, have you, have you, I know you saw Barbarian. Have you seen Pearl yet? I, um, I haven't seen Pearl yet. Um, honestly, I, uh, I was thinking about going and watching it, um, but this weekend, but I'm actually, I think I'm going to go watch, uh, don't worry, darling this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, so I haven't seen Pearl. I'll probably wait until it comes to streaming, but I have high hopes because like you said, X, wow, it really satiated that that hunger for like a Texas Chainsaw-esque movie, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in that realm. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Pearl. I, I think it'll be another uh, surprise for us. Yeah, it, I mean, part of my problem, like with the Barbarian, like I think Barbarian is an AMC only, right? Re-release right now. 
because it's tied so. in with them. And my problem is I don't have an AMC within, you know, it's about a half hour, a little more away. Our local theater is a small chain. So, yeah. you know, I have to make a commitment to go see it. <laughs> On a side note, non-horror related, I will say that I we had uh, we had planned to go see Clerks 3 this past weekend. Uh, one of the Fathom events, we were going to drive. I was literally going to drive 40 minutes because I, I had to see this movie. And <laughs> we went on to pre-buy our tickets and found out that just a day before we pre-bought our tickets, the theater that was showing the Fathom event had closed, just shut just shut down. So uh, there was no longer <laughs> a Fathom event in my area. So talk about being a little pissed off. Uh, but, you know, we may we may touch on Kevin Smith in this because he has dabbled in some uh, horror-esque type things. But uh, Yeah, Red but, State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tusk. Tusk. Yeah. But uh, but you have seen Barbarian, Ike, and yeah. uh, you were singing the praises of Barbarian to me yeah. the other day. So let me let me preface this because uh, Dave kind of mentioned it earlier. I'm we're both like this. We're both people who will not judge a movie until we watch it. Um, you know, we go into we go into these movies with, you know, ready to expectations. But something else and, that we're yeah, go ahead. And, oh, I was going to say and this might be what you're getting ready to say. To be fair, we also both like bad horror. I oh, love yeah. bad cheesy horror, just like I do. I love bad horror, you know, science fiction. To me, bad and and cheesy has a real strong place in horror. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, I mean, I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and my God, that is the. <laughs> I mean, come on, but it, but I watch that thing all the time. I love Reanimator. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And again, yeah. it's cheesy as hell. But uh, to me, that adds to a, a good horror movie. So go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you're okay. Uh, so, you know, keep that in mind. Um, obviously if we say that we both love the movie or if I say I love the movie, you know, typically I'll let you know if it's going to be like a cheesy movie, but here's the deal. I, I stepped into Barbarian and I was very excited because number one, it has, um, Bill Skarsgård in it, who mm-hmm. is Pennywise from the current hit movies. Um, and I love a Skarsgård in pretty much anything. So Bill Skarsgård <laughs> was in it. Um, you know, I like me some Bill, I like me some Skarsgård. So let me preface it with this because I'm not going to ruin the movie because I don't want to do that. But um, let's just say you you get through partway of the movie and somebody pops up and you actually mentioned Tusk. Uh, Justin Long is in Barbarian. He's not in the trailer. OK, um, so the trailer is completely misleading, but in a good way. The trailer basically shows nothing. The trailer gives you little crumbs. And those crumbs, you it's like, imagine you pick up these crumbs and you're like, oh, is this cornbread? And then you get to the end of the corn, uh, the, the crumb trail and you're like, what the hell? It's a brownie. That's what the movie is, right? It's dropping crumbs that look like this, but it's not. So you watch this movie, you're going to be completely surprised. Um, about halfway through, I was sitting there saying to myself, what the fuck am I watching? But in a good way. <laughs> I tell you, to me, if you watch a movie and you're saying, what the fuck, that can be a very good thing. Because, again, I, I, man, I love cheese. Some of my favorite things yeah. in the world are literally shit-ass movies. I oh, mean, yeah. what? I mean, and not just horror, just all around. And, and, again, there's a lot of sentiment that's involved with movies, right? You know, I mean, to me, you know, movies, music, all that, it's such a personal thing. And I have movies that I love that I, I know they're shit movies. I know they're horrible movies. And I could point out their flaws if I wanted. But – you know, they have sentimental value. And, and, and I mean, we're both positive like people. Rad. Oh, <laughs> I should do a whole podcast on rad. You know, for the, those of you who don't know, there's an eighties BMX movie called rad. And it is literally my favorite, probably my favorite. Are you movie wa- wearing time. a rad shirt? Oh, actually I am. Yeah. You, you, nobody will be able to see this, but I am oh, wearing dude. my rad shirt right now. <laughs> and it is uh, outside of 
perhaps the Star Wars original Star Wars trilogy. Rad is probably the movie I've watched the most in my life. Um, I literally, as a child, recorded it off of HBO onto our Betamax recorder so that I could watch it all the time. And then, you know, run out in the yard and try to perform BMX <laughs> tricks on my Murray bike. But uh, anyway, that's a, a side note there. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, like Ike mentioned, and, and we'll get into this more because we're going to kind of do a little more introduction personally on us here in a little bit. But, man, this podcast and what we do, we're, we're not negative, right? We're not going to trash. We, we'll point out if there's flaws. Don't get me wrong. But we're more, let's, hey, let's lean on the positives. Because to me, I don't expect every movie I watch to be an Oscar-winning movie. And if I go into it and I come out and I say, hey, that was fun. That was, you know, I enjoyed that. I'm good. You know, if I, if I didn't feel like I wasted an hour and a half of my life, and there are a few movies in my life that I have truly <laughs> really felt that way. You will not hear about them here because they're not in this genre. But uh, uh, so we're, we're very positive people. But like I said, you know, we will tell you, hey, we're not speaking from a, uh, a biased standpoint here. So uh, spinning back, you know, as I said, go watch Barbarian. Uh, go watch everything, man. We, we support anything in theaters because the more you support, and the more money you spend, the more we'll get this stuff. Uh, so let's talk real quick about some movies that are coming up. And I believe these are all theatrical releases. Uh, that are coming up. These are just, again, not everything, but we can't hit everything or we we literally have a three hour podcast. But let's drop a couple of <laughs> names here. Uh, on September 30th, we got Smile coming out. Ike, what do you know about Smile? Give me give me. I, I haven't really heard a lot about it. Uh, do yeah. you in a nutshell? Do you know what it's about? Um, roughly. So basically you have I can't remember the lady's name, but she's kind of making a reemergence in acting recently. Um but she basically, you have this uh, character who is a psychiatrist. Um, she has a patient who is seems like she's schizophrenic. And long story short, um, she's seeing people smiling everywhere. But these people that are smiling, they're not your normal, typical smiles. Um, these are some pretty fucked up, weird looking smiles. And these smiles are contagious as in you have a week until you die. So I'm comparing it oh. to probably like The Ring yeah, it's like um, Joker, Bye-bye Joker Man. meets the ring. <laughs> yeah, J- Joker meets the ring. <laughs> bye bye man. Something in that in that realm. But it looks good. It has some interesting special effects that I've seen. Uh, I'm assuming most of them are CGI, no practical effects. They don't do that in Hollywood anymore. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, it looks good. I, I think I'll give it a shot. Um, like I said, manage expectations. I'm not expecting it to be Oscar winning, but looks good. Yeah, yeah. And then okay, let's do uh, October 6th. Terrifier 2 is coming out. Uh, I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I've not I, I've yet to watch Terrifier. It's it's every year it's on my list and some reason I don't get to it. Have you seen the, the the first Terrifier, Isaac? Oh, let me tell you what. I am an Art the Clown stan. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> I have watched everything that Art the Clown has ever been in. He was in a uh, a uh, he was in a oh shit what are they called anthology movie called um, oh, hell I can't remember what's called now. Jeez. Days of Halloween or something like that, or yeah, something of that nature. Uh, yeah. But basically, Tar- Terrifier One is probably in my top ten favorite horror movies. Um, it is so, Art the Clown is such a weird like horror movie villain that's like a combination of all of your favorite horror movie villains, but he's also a clown that's like super like cynical and sinister. Oh man, I mean, Clown Clown alone is terrifying enough. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know, crowns, clowns can be crowns. Clowns can be creepy. So, so you're about, I mean, you're super pumped for this then, right? On October, uh, I got, I got October 6th, uh, the, the second yeah. one dropping. You must be super psyched. Oh yeah. I'm going to go but, see the opening night, hopefully. <laughs> but 
But let's let's talk about let's talk about here. Let's talk about the the the, the big cheese of the season. Oh yeah. Of course, October 14th, and of course we will be covering this shortly after its release. Halloween ends. Now, to say that Ike and I are both fucking just Halloween junkies, I mean you just we're taking that stuff straight in the vein. And oh, yeah. uh, when we when we talk about, like I said here in a bit more the more personal and uh, our starts and 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 everything and background and horror, uh, you're you're going to hear about Halloween. Uh, a lot because I'm, it plays a big part for both of us. I, I, I like this trend. Don't get me wrong. I love in, in, in each of their own ways. I like all the Halloween movies. Yeah. So, some are obviously better than others. I like them all. Going back to my, my note of being, you know, a, a cheesy fan. I, I fucking love Halloween three. Okay. Uh, one of my favorites, but I do like this where the creators are going back and and taking it from the original, the hit, so to speak, right? What broke the franchise, and and retelling and kind of telling their story, their version of it, right? Before it got out of their hands. So I, I like this this new timeline here. I, I've really enjoyed the movies. Of course, it, again, you've got to take it with a grain of salt, right? People that are picking yeah. apart, give me a break, man. I mean, why do you even watch horror if you don't think there's going to be some supernatural aspects or some? I mean, come on. Um, I know there's talk that this is going to happen with Friday the 13th, right? The original creator of the first movie is is supposedly got the rights back. And he's saying that next year he's going to have a new movie and he's doing the same thing, right? From the first movie, he's then he's telling his story. Um, but I could not be more ready for Halloween ends. And I believe, I, I tell me if I'm wrong here, I believe this is a simultaneous theatrical streaming release like the other ones. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be on uh... – Oh man, I, I believe this one's on Peacock. I think yeah, I think, I think it's a Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be Peacock in theaters. But here's a here's a deal, guys, and I, I just want to make this known for everybody. This will most likely be the last time that we see Jamie Lee Curtis in the role of Laurie Strode. Yep. So, you know, obviously, if you want to go to theaters, I highly recommend it. I, I told my wife we are going to the theaters because I will not I will not be satisfied with seeing that movie on a small screen. I need to see it on the big screen. I need to see Jamie Lee Curtis's big hurrah on the big screen because oh my god i love halloween <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean again we encourage you know we understand right there's everybody's got their own situations we understand it yeah hey there's still stuff going on in this world and, and not everybody's comfortable with going to theaters if you can go to a theater though and support this stuff and then re-watch it on streaming right oh, yeah. watch it again because again we want this stuff to succeed we want this stuff to continue to be made and, 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 you know, the good, the cool thing is horror fans, man, they'll spend money, right? That's why we're getting this <laughs> stuff. So, uh, but I, man, I am so psyched for this movie. I, I, I cannot wait. Um, I have loved the two that they've done recently. Uh, they're, they're fun. And, and again, you know, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is, is, you know, she's the queen and she is great. And, uh, I love, man, I love how much she loves this role. I love how much she plugs it on her social media and talks about it. And, and is totally just enveloped in the I am Lori Strode thing. And, uh, and it's so great, man. I mean, she, and again, that comes out October 14th. Like I said, go see it. Uh, go see it a lot. Watch it on streaming a lot. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. And again, don't, don't get caught up in the bullshit, right? Have a beer and enjoy yourself and, and watch the movie. And, and man, don't be over analytical. It's, it's entertainment for a reason. Uh, so that's all I've got as far as kind of newsworthy stuff. Uh, and, and some, you know, some of the, the streaming and, and theatrical uh, news uh, that's coming out. Let's take a brief pause here. 
And like I said, when we come back, we're going to we're going to introduce ourselves and we're going to talk a little about our backgrounds and, and bullshit with you a little bit uh, on horror. So stick around. Good evening. You are just in time for a horrible night's fright. For you are now in Sammy Terry's Chamber of Horrors. And I am Sammy Terry. <laughs> all right and we're back on listen to their screams a horror podcast and now we're going to talk about us right we were mostly we're going to do a lot of movie reviews and we're going to talk about movies and, and and all that stuff but right now let's talk about why we're doing this right why do we like horror so much how did we first get introduced to horror and uh and what's going to be cool is there's a generational difference here, right? There's there's 20 years difference between in age between I, me and Ike. So it's two different things, right? There's two different aspects to this on how, but you're gonna see similarities, right? There's, I mean, it's it is what it is. So let me talk a little bit about how I my, my first memories of quote unquote horror and monsters. Again, like Ike said, I love monster movies, right? I love the Universal monsters. I love Hammer horror. Uh, Universal's my jam, though, right? The old black and white movies, I watch those things all the freaking time. Uh, I do not think you'll ever get a better one-two punch of movies than Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, ever, period. Watch those two back-to-back. I mean, the two movies combined are only two and a half hours. And uh, they are so spectacular. And part of what – there's two aspects that brought me into into this genre and what hooked me. And with people my age and older, it was here. The first one is the, the typical vein of horror hosts. When I was a kid and, and I grew up in Indiana on WTTV4 out of Indianapolis, we had a horror host called Sammy Terry. Mm-hmm. Every Saturday night, he did his show and he watched, he showed mostly monster movies. And I would stay up and watch these things with the lights off. It scared the, it, it scared the piss out of me as a little kid. And I was hooked right from the get go. I was fascinated. And uh, that is that that was my start. Right. It was watching, you know, I, I spent a lot of weekends at my grandma's and uh, watching the watching Sammy Terry uh, on weekends on Saturday night uh, and watching these monster movies is how I got into this. And uh, it, I was hooked from the from then on, period. That was that was the thing. And then what was even better about it was then as I got hooked, we were in the 80s, which was prime time for for slasher. And, and I mean, think about all these movies that that came out in the late 70s and, and blossomed in the 80s when you're talking about the Halloweens and the nightmares and the Friday the 13th. Those were all I mean, that was that was those were then. Right. And they were everywhere. So I, I know, again, you're 20 years younger than me. I, horror hosts are still a thing, right? There's still Spinguli out there. There's still, you know, Joe Bob Briggs and all that stuff. Elvira still does her thing. Do you have a lot of memories of horror hosts, though? I mean, is there is there much of that 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 you personally know? You know, I so I, I do have like a very small recollection of Sammy Terry because you know I also you know, grew up in Indiana. Um, but outside of that, you know, I knew of like you know, for instance, like uh, the crypt, like was it the Crypt Keeper from Oh yeah, yeah. From the Crypt. Yeah, tell us. Um, I mean, I'm, that was great. I remember when that came out on HBO. I mean, I was that was the best shit. I mean, based on EC Comics, which I read. 
I mean, so it was, I mean, yeah, that was great. I mean, seeing that stuff again, that's the same type thing. That's a horror host, you know, type of uh, format. So yeah, I mean that, yeah, again, that's, that's a very eighties version, eighties take on the horror movies. And again, the eighties is when Elvira eighties and nineties when Elvira was huge and she was in commercials and everything else. No, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I feel like for me having, cause you know, I'm a nineties baby. So I, you know, I grew up in, you know, mid nineties, mid to late nineties. So you know, I think I was kind of past like that precipice of like the horror hosts. I knew of them, um, especially as I got older, you know, looking back, you, you can't look back at horror as a whole um, without acknowledging those horror hosts. Because those horror hosts really, I feel like, uh, pushed along a lot of these uh, different movies and stuff. So for but for me, I think that the, the biggest uh, thing was, you know, my, my mom. My mom was a horror fan growing up. And so anytime she would be watching a movie. Um, as a kid, I would sneak out of my room and I would try and catch, you know, whatever she was watching. So I, you know, I remember, uh, you know, uh, there was an old movie. I'm trying to remember. It was a John Carpenter movie. It was like the serpent in the rainbow or something like that. Um, and I just remember on the cover is a, uh, a guy under like a floorboard. So that's like my first like memory of horror is like trying to like watch these movies um, and then eventually, as I got a little bit older, my mom finally was like, yeah, you can watch horror movies. And the first horror movie I ever watched was the theatrical version. Um, like, no, I should say the TV version of Halloween. Yeah. Um, I mean, so with no that, man, <laughs> I mean, literally that birthed so many people, right? Their interest. I mean, in fact, that this had a, you know, a, a television, uh, a, you know, a, a television airing, yeah. you know, it, it was a, it was pretty remarkable and brought a lot of people into the genre. And I'm going to guess. Let me let me talk about my second aspect though, which I'm I'm this is going to have a lot of crossover for you, sort of. My second aspect that brought me into horror was was were books. Yeah. But now there's going to be two different veins here with me and you. And I get I, I'm going to guess what yours is once I let me talk about mine and then I'm going to guess what <laughs> a book aspect for you. When I was a kid, in the same vein as these monsters, right, and all the Universal monsters and, and King Kong and Godzilla and all these things. There was this book series called Crestwood that were in every school library. I would, I would get you to guess around the world and look them up if you have if you're not familiar with these. They are these these cool books. I've got a couple that I bought on eBay since. And there was literally there was one on you know Dracula, one on Frankenstein, one on the Wolfman, one on anything that was a monster or a creature out there. And there were these cool books that had lots of pictures and and and, and little you know some text, but they were written for kids. They were they were aimed for elementary school kids. I checked these things out so many times for my library all the time. And uh, that was the second thing that once I was hooked by Sammy Terry, you know, back then, especially you went to the library, you went to the school library and you looked these things up. And that's what I came across. And they were so amazing. And and I lo- these books are such a big part and are so important to me in my love of horror. Now, let me let me start. Let me let me bridge that. I'm guessing that books played a big part in yours, too. But in your time period, it would have been R.L. Stein and Goosebumps. Yeah. Because here we have these spooky and, and again, whether whatever, I mean, there's still cool stuff, no matter what your age, these cool, spooky, horror-esque stories. And let's don't get me wrong. <laughs> some of this shit was scary, even for adults. I mean, if you take a ventriloquist dummy, that's scary shit. <laughs> and and I, I'm going to guess because a lot of people your age, that was a huge gateway drug to horror. You know, honestly, um, now that you say that, I guess technically Halloween would be the first actual horror movie that I watched. But growing up, I always 
read and watched Goosebumps. And I also read like Fear Street because uh, Fear Street was more 90s. But, you know, growing like being in the early 2000s in high, like a middle, like an elementary school, you still have those Fear Street books. So I read Fear Street. I read. Uh, was was Fear Street R.L. Was that R.L. Stein also? Yeah, 100 yeah, okay. percent. OK. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Because now that you say that, I, I've been watching Goosebumps for as long as I can remember. And honestly, every October, I actually I circle back and I watch Goosebumps um, because it's on Netflix for people who are curious. But yeah, absolutely. And and at some point, and no spoilers, you know, Dave and I are actually going to talk about our favorite uh, TV specials uh, in yeah. the vein of horror. So yeah, that's um, an upcoming episode. That that's actually going to be our Halloween special this year. Uh, so again, <laughs> TV episodes, uh, specials, etc., from 20 years apart, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be it's gonna be a trip to see the it's difference. But yet you're gonna be able to see how there's still this, uh, what do you call it? Is the, I mean, there's a, it's a, it's the same shit though. It's the same, yeah. it's the same thing. It's just culturally time periods are different. It, I mean, it's the same thing whether it's me going to the library. In, in elementary and middle school and looking up these Crestwood books and reading about these to you going and, and, and doing goosebumps and reading about these, you know, it's the same, it's the same concept, right? It was, it's a, a culturally acceptable Avenue for someone that age yep. because, you know, lots of parents, I mean, my parents, they're not into horror. My mom is skittish at everything, right? She, she is scared of everything. She would not watch a horror movie. I, I would venture to guess she has never watched a horror or a monster <laughs> movie in her life, ever. But I, you know, I stayed up and watched Cemetery. I read these books and and everything, and uh, it was so out there. And uh, but I'm uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, we're going to do this thing. A, a plug. Yeah, it's our Halloween special for this year. Uh, we're we're going to do a, a thing on TV specials, our favorite TV specials. Uh, but I didn't mean to sidetrack you. You were talking goosebumps and Halloween specials and, and go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I go back and watch them every year. Um, but I mean, and to kind of elaborate on what you said, I mean, I mean, I guess it's a little bit different for me because both of my parents love horror movies. So I've been kind of, I, I don't want to use this term because it's typically negative, but I've been indoctrinated, indoctrinated. into the horror. I've been indoctrinated <laughs> into the horror um, but you know, like, oh man, like goosebumps, man, I, that stuff used to scare the absolute piss out of me. I mean, like I, I was afraid to wear a Halloween mask after watching the haunted mask. From, from <laughs> all time. I was like, I don't want to wear a Halloween mask. The ventriloquist <laughs> dummy always got me. Cause I always had a fear of, of things like that. I, I hate dolls, man. I fucking hate dolls and I hate, it's not mannequin. I don't like mannequins don't bother me, uh, but although, you know, if you've ever watched the the Auton thing and, and Doctor Who, mannequins creep me a little, but <laughs> but I hate like wax figures and, and things like that that are kind of realistic looking, where you look at them, you're like fuck, it's like I can see a soul in these things. And uh, know, it's actually that's that's actually a very common phenomenon. So this is horror related, but also science. I'm gonna give you guys some brain fuel here. So that's very common because it's called the uncanny valley. So what it is, is that um, as a species, we are trained to um, like as like a primal instinct. If something looks human-esque or close to human, but there's something off, we are we are built primally to be unnerved by that because a lot of people think that it's possible that when we were, you know, 
um, you know, when we were like still Neanderthals and stuff, that when the Homo sapiens evolved from like the Neanderthals, that our, you know, our biology was trying to prevent us from like interbreeding. So we didn't like Neanderthals because of the Uncanny Valley. So that's just a that's just a little science fact that kind of relates. But yeah, well, no, I, I hate dolls too. <laughs> well, I mean, like literally, here's here's a little story about me. When I was a kid, we had this. I don't know what it was. It was like a, a surplus type store, like a hardware surplus. It was this weird ass store. And it was huge and it sold a lot of lumber and hardware type stuff, but it had a little bit of everything. But it was big, right? It was like this warehouse looking thing. And my dad went there all the time. And I always went with him because I liked fucking looking and plundering and shit. But they had these two, I don't know what they were, these wax figure type things that they would pose <laughs> in these displays, weird displays. There was a man and a woman. But the thing is, they they changed it like almost every week and put it in these new displays. And it wasn't always in the same spot. So I would walk this store with this chill on my spine, knowing that I could walk around the corner and see these damn things and be terrified. And they were always like on this, like a lawn furniture display or a camping display. But those things, they haunted me. I, I hated those things. I would have nightmares about those things. But it, my anybody that knows me knows dolls uh, fucking hate dolls. I do not like doll. I do not like, I mean, which is weird because I love action figures and stuffed animals and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. There's something about dolls, especially like old ass porcelain dolls. And this predates Annabelle and any of that shit. But it's a, I don't trust them. I, we I think actually, Dave and I have a, a mutual uh, contact that we know who collect, who used to own a doll store. Oh, um, God. And anytime we would enter that doll store, I mean, I know for me, it was always creepy, especially when you turn the lights off and you're closing up for the night, you're walking through, you're just like, yeah, no, no, no fucking thank you. No fucking thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, let's get off the dolls. So, <laughs> so anyway, so, so yeah, again, horror host, the, these books at the library were, and then again, I was in the eighties boom with, with, with theater or not theater, excuse me, video stores. And the fact that you could go in and, and, and get all these horror movies and and i would go to my cousin's house a lot and we would rent this shit and watch it on you know fridays and saturday nights and, and, and scare the piss out of us and of course we'd sleep with the lights on all night and stuff and uh it was always a thing where i would just i mean i we'd rent whatever i mean i was hooked from the initial but it, i always when i when i sit down i mean there's certain i love it all but when i sit down and i watch you know just a comfort movie that i want to have on that I, that I don't have to pay close attention to I do tend to lean towards the monster stuff. Um, but my, again, going back to what I said earlier, my favorite horror type movies are pretty damn cheesy. I mean, I fucking, I love reanimator. I said that earlier. I stand by it. I know it's an HP Lovecraft thing. I love HP Lovecraft, I, but that, that fucking movie is so good. And I watch it so much. Uh, the others, eh, they're not as, they're not as good. That first one though, I mean, it is great. Uh, I, I love it. So, Ike, if you had to pick a, a guilty pleasure movie that a lot of people bash and hate on within the genre that you like to watch and like to rewatch, could you come up with one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could come up with tons. Um, I would say the one that I feel like gets a lot of hate, that it, it it's kind of in my wheelhouse, but it, it is kind of cheesy, is Sleepaway Camp. Oh, yeah, um, that's another one. I, literally yeah. a top 10 movie for me. Love it. That's one of those movies when I watched it way, way, way back. Fucking blew my mind. Did not. It's one of those things I didn't expect where it was going. You could you could kind of figure out who the killer was. 
Yeah. And again, this movie is so old that I don't I'm not giving a spoiler warning on this movie. If a movie is 20 or 30 years old, if you ain't seen it, I'm sorry if we spoil it. But it's one of those movies that you kind of see who the killer is. You're, you're anticipating that. But then that twist at the end. And my God, Felisa Rose. She was she's she's intensely one of my horror crushes now. Uh, I love how she's embraced this role from so long ago and and does all these conventions and it still does the pose and that look and, and, yeah. and does these pictures, you know, these pictures with people. Uh, I love that. I love people that embrace what, you know, what got them there and uh, and, and really, you know, drink it in. But yeah, yeah. Sleepaway Camp. It's one of my favorites, too. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I love Sleepaway Camp. I even like the sequels. Um, the sequels are really bad, honestly. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. If, if you don't like Sleepaway Camp, the sequels are just they're awful. But it's actually funny. Uh, her name's uh, Pamela Springsteen. She's uh, Bruce Springsteen's sister. Plays yeah. uh, the well, I can't remember the character's name now. I'm watching a lot. But yeah, plays her in the other movies. But oh yeah, Felicia yeah. Rose. This is the best. The best twist. The best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Felicia Rose. Man, I tell you what. We I went I went to a, a horror convention here. Uh, I think it was earlier this year. Yeah, actually, it was earlier this year. Sorry, I mean time just drags. And uh, and uh, we were at a panel. I don't even remember what the panel was. We were going into it though, and her panel had just finished. We were at DJ Qualls' panel, so we missed hers. And uh, when we went in, and she was still standing there, she just like starts talking like to us, like we're just you know like it's it's anyway. And, uh, and I'm sitting there just like you know literally my wife's like having to wipe the drool off my chin because here's Felisa Rose standing here, and I'm like you know like God, and I'm like. Literally should have said, hey, can I get a selfie with you? Even though I know she was selling that shit, I thought I should have went for it right then. But, um, but yeah, so, okay, so let's talk. You brought it up earlier, and uh, I, I don't doubt, I don't watch as much, but let's talk about, like, horror, like, TV-type series. You, you brought up Tales from the Crypt, which I love. Tales from the Crypt till you get to, towards that last season, and that, the last season's rough. But those, uh, those earliest, man, those are great. What is what's some other series TV type series that you like that are kind of based in the the horror the monster the 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 spooky shit? Um, honestly, a lot there are a lot of newer stuff that I that I've watched recently. Um, I, I you know it, it's a little teeny bop, but it's uh, I like the Scream TV show. Um, Scream TV is pretty good. I like the uh, it's called Slasher. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually pretty solid. It's it's sort of an anthology esque series. Um, speaking of anthology esque, uh, I love the there. Oh my god, what was it called? The maybe it is Tales from the Crypt. Did they remake that on Shutter? No, Creep Show. Creep Show, yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah. the Creep Show on Shutter. Oh, have I you love have you shit. have you ever seen the original Creep Show movie? I have watched Creep Show two, the original. Ah, uh, no, no, no. You gotta watch the first. <laughs> that, that's that's Stephen King shit, man. That's that's yeah. you know him writing some anthology shit that. I mean, it was a comic and everything like uh, it, it's good stuff with the uh, yeah, the creep and all that. I mean, it, very, very easy comics uh, derivative. But uh, yeah, that's good stuff. But no, I yeah, guess, but Slasher, uh, Chucky, that was the other one. Chucky, yeah, yeah. Chucky's great, man. That I, here's the thing. I love Child's Play. Love yeah. it. Great movie. Uh, plays right into my hate for dolls. But it's especially for a child of the 80s and knowing that they had these, you know, my buddy dolls at the time. And Chucky is just a, a you know a goof on that, but then you know, a lot of the sequels are really really not that good. Oh my god! And I would never rewatch them, but man, the series is great. Yeah, up until the third movie. After the third movie, that's where I kind of drop off because that's like, 
uh, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. I just, no. But those are just, those are almost too cheesy for me. <laughs> yeah, and I like cheese. So, I mean, I mean I've, I've seen them all, but it's like most of them I will not go back and rewatch. Again, anybody that knows me knows that I, I love the Supernatural series. Like, I'm obsessed with the Supernatural series. And it plays right into my love of monsters. And, uh, you know, and, and, and all that. And, uh, you know, besides, I mean, you know, Jensen Ackles is a fucking god. Uh, I, I pretty much watch him in anything. Although, have you ever seen Devour? Uh, actually, I think we have it on Voodoo. Um, yeah. For people who don't know, use Voodoo. It's great. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've not watched it. God, it's horrible. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't. I, 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 I can get through anything, and I could not get through that movie with an actor that I really love. It is horrific. I still could not tell you what that movie's even about. I, I no clue. <laughs> it's so bad. And uh, but you know, hey, like Padalecki, man, I love Padalecki and the the, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Uh, oh, yeah, people shit on that one a lot too, but it's good. I love it. And I, I actually, you know, I don't call it a remake per se. I don't know. It's kind of a reboot to me because they kind of they kind of leave the some of the original happenings in place going into that movie. Honestly, and this is a hot take, so and this might be a hot take for some people, but the Friday Thirteenth remake did what I think they should have done with the original Friday Thirteenth is condensed the first two movies, first three movies really into one movie. Um, because in around I like Friday Thirteenth, uh, but I don't really care for Part One for people who are curious. Um, I think Pamela Voorhees is a, is a subpar horror movie villain. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's a good movie overall for the history, all that good shit. But the Friday 13 remake did exactly what I think they should have done, which is combine those first three movies, and it was pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> it, it combine them into the intro credits. Exactly. But see, that's what I'm saying, though. That hopefully, when they restart this franchise, and this guy's saying he's just going to start from the first movie on, hopefully, that's you know maybe that's kind of what we'll get. We'll get something like that, you know. But uh, okay. so <laughs> uh, so again, we're we're talking here personally, and, and again. I'm literally I'm obsessed with the shit. I, you know, I go to conventions, uh, I collect figures, uh, and and you know I watch pretty much everything. I, I but even on my level, I don't watch everything that Ike watches. I mean, he literally, I mean, and here we are though in our time of the year in September. That's why we're kind of booting this, kicking this off at this time, because uh, we wanted to kind of introduce it from September and then really dive into it in October. Because of course everybody thinks of Halloween when they think yeah. of October. Uh, but really, I mean, uh, it's kind of a Halloween all all year for me kind of thing because I don't really stop watching these things. Maybe not to the level that I watch during this time because I pretty much watch nonstop. But um, but we will talk in future episodes, given that it's October and it's this time of year, on come of some of our personal experiences and happenings and what we're doing uh, through the season. If we're seeing anything and, and doing anything uh, to celebrate, you know, this time of year. Uh, again, our house was decorated up September 1st. <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't wait any further than that. I've got all the monster stuff out and, and everything, and I'm constantly adding. And I'm a sucker. Man, I'm a sucker. Again, anybody knows me. I'm a sucker for novelty candy. Uh, I mean, you could take a candy bar and put it in the form of a jack-o'-lantern or a, a ghost, and I'm hooked. And uh, so we'll Reese's talk about the- <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I love Reese's. I love Reese's. Oh, yeah. So, uh, chocolate. <laughs> So we'll talk about that through October, too, and, and what we're doing at that time as we review movies and, and everything else. But uh, I've even I've even been talking. Man, I've always been so adamant about not having 
my wife's always been pushing me to have a a Halloween tree, like a Christmas tree. And I've always been, yeah. nope, nope, trees are for ho- Christmas, trees are for Christmas. And then I saw a picture online of a black tree with these jack-o'-lantern things on them and everything. I thought, fuck, that looks so cool. So now I'm like, you know what? I need a black tree. I, and I'm literally now, at some point in October, probably going to put up a Halloween tree. And, uh, I, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't fight the the, the, the urge. But, uh, so yeah, so anyway, I kind of sidetracked there. <laughs> and I guess it should be noted to everybody there that I am drinking through this podcast and, and drank yeah. a little before. So if I am rambly, it might be a little bit of that too. But, uh, so talking about our personal background, horror, Ike, anything else you want to touch on there? Because, like I said, we talked about what, when we first kind of experienced horror and, and monster stuff. Uh, we talked about the books and, the, and that, you know, how that helped kind of bridge the gap. Uh, anything else there that, that, that kind of helped uh, that hook the hook the claws in you of, of horror? Um, honestly, I, I want to I think the only thing I would say is, you know, with Halloween having been like kind of like my introductory like horror film into the, you know, the world of horror. And like all the movies that I've watched since, um, something that you'll learn is that I am an absolute, I am a fiend for slasher movies. Slasher movies is probably, I think, the best horror movie like genre. I like the other ones. I like paranormal. I like all that stuff. But slasher movies will always be my forever favorite. I mean, we were just talking about how how much I love Halloween, Sleepaway Camp. I literally watch all these shows about like slashers. But slashers, that is just, that is my meat and potatoes. Terrifier, it's a slasher, you know. Ah, so good. That's my favorite, though, slashers. But that's what most, when most people think horror, that's what they think of, right? That's what comes to mind. And uh, again, that's, uh, at least previously, that's that's where the money was always made. That's, that's, you know, that, that was, those were the franchises that spawned seven sequels and, and everything else. And uh, I mean, in the 80s, that's, that's pretty much what you got. You know, that's, it was all that. And, uh, (laughs) For, I'll tell for you better what. or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a it was such a great time to be alive. It, it was. I mean, and again, and like we talked about the books and everything. When I was a kid, it was such a big thing. Fangoria, Fangoria magazine was such yeah. a big thing. And it, it, it what was cool is it seemed so taboo, right? It was one of those things of oh, you you shouldn't look at that, you know, because it was, you know, it was like you know this blood and gore in it. Um, but man, it was so cool, and uh, it just faded even more. And it's. But it's so wild now to think, and not just with horror, with everything, how much there is out there to consume, whether you know whether it be movies or or products and toys and shirts and everything. I mean, I, you know, I'm looking over here at some of my figures, and I have a Herbert West from, you know, Reanimator, a figure of him. And when I was you know young watching that movie, I would have never thought that there would have been a Herbert West action figure. You know, it just you you didn't even didn't, you couldn't even comprehend that. But when, you know, kids like me at that time that were into that stuff grew up and we had the money, that's what they started making. And it's so it's such a cool time uh, when there's so much stuff out there. I mean, it's literally you can't keep up with it. Right. You can't get it all. And you it's it's almost impossible to watch it all. There's just so much out there. And uh, and it's such a it's such a cool thing. And I'm going to certainly try and watch as much of that shit as I can. I'm going to consume that until my eyeballs right out of my head. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, that should be the tagline of this podcast, too, right there. That's that's what we're here for. So if you're listening and that's what you if you're a horror, you know, monster film junkie, horror junkie, all that stuff. I mean, hey, we're, we're your brethren. That's what we are. We love this stuff. And then and, and again, this is it's a safe space. man. We're not here to rip anything apart. We're not here to, to die, you know, 
to tell you so much review stuff and so many people out there that are like, oh, this movie was horrible, I blah, blah, blah. But yet they go and see it five times. I'm like, what the you know, what, why are you going to see it if you hate it that much? You know, I, I mean, I hate Coyote Ugly and I'm not going to rewatch that movie again because I hate it so much. But <laughs> so <laughs> probably the worst movie of all time in my book. I hate okay, that movie. That's a Mrs. Dynasty favorite. Oh, uh, God, I hate that movie. Hate it <laughs> with a passion. Yes, I won't, I won't watch it with her. Just not happening. Not yeah. again. Never again. But uh, so anyway, like we said, this is a safe space for you. We're, we're, we're a couple. We're positive dudes. Uh, you're going to you're going to hear some fun banter here. And uh, we're going to tell you why we like this stuff. And chances are better or not, no matter what it is, if it fits the genre, we're going to like it. So uh, in some capacity. Because again, it's it's entertainment, it's fun, it's meant to, to you know escape for a, you know two hours and not think of the real world for a while, and and that's what it's for. It's not there to to, to you know split apart and, and worry about the details. Now you know don't, again, don't get us wrong. If something's glaring, we're gonna tell you, uh, but uh, we're we're not here to uh, to be negative Nellies, so to speak. So. So there you have it. A little background on us, our starts in horror, what we're about. Hopefully you'll go out and uh, we did, hopefully we didn't chase you off already uh, with <laughs> with our ramblings today. Uh, this was supposed to be just kind of a very loose form episode so that you could get a feel for us in our backgrounds. But like we said, next episode, we're diving right in with our first review, and it's going to be of the new Rob Zombie Monsters movie that is coming out on Netflix. Uh, and we're coming from two veins here, a guy who loved the Monsters. Uh, a guy who's, you know, Ike's not as not as big into it as I am, not as familiar with it as I am. So we're going to get two takes on it. It'll be interesting to see what we think. Uh, so check that out next episode. Uh, like I said, follow us on all the social medias. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Just look up Listen to Screams. That is Listen, the number two, and then Screams. Uh, we're on all those. That's where you can catch us all. And make sure you subscribe to us and leave us a review and share us on whatever platform you're listening to. So, Ike, before we get out of here, any closing comments, anything else you want to throw in and add before we uh, get out of here for this episode? Um, you know, uh, if you want to uh, scream with us, just listen to their screams, listen to your own screams, listen to our screams. Let's listen to screams together. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm, I'm a very easily startled person. I scream quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard the story of me and White Noise, the stupid movie White Noise with Michael Keaton? totally in a theater watching that movie and there's that part where there's this the screen with the static on it yeah and, and he like leans in real close and that face appears on it fucking in a theater pretty full theater watching this movie and uh you know and it gets to that point and literally no one else in the theater makes a noise but i scream like a 13 year old girl when that, <laughs> that that face popped in there it was it was kind of embarrassing but I, again i didn't care it, it started i'm easily startled so yes plenty of screams here uh, so wherever you go, whatever you do, uh, be good, be safe, have fun, and have, as Sammy Terry always said, pleasant nightmares. <laughs>